0: Welcome to the podcast series, Volunteering Champs of Broome. We're taking some time to sit down for a chat with some of our champion volunteers. We'll hear how volunteering has impacted on their lives and learn just how much they contribute to keeping our community happy. Our unsung heroes have plenty of knowledge to share, so sit down, tune in and be inspired by our volunteering champs.
1: From learning new skills at a community workshop to mentoring fellow volunteers here in Broome, Pat Moas's 20 year volunteering journey has opened up opportunities to represent WA interstate. Stay tuned to hear Pat's amazing story
0: unfold. Hello, and welcome to another episode of the podcast Volunteering Champs of Broom. We're located here at the magnificent Broom Recreation and Aquatic Centre, the Father McMahon Sports Field. There's been plenty of inspirational performances over the years, and we're here with an inspirational person. It's Pat Moas. Pat, welcome to the show.
1: Thanks, Mike. Great to be here, mate. Pat, where do you
0: volunteer? Tell us a little bit about your volunteering exploits. Uh,
1: well, I, um, I used to volunteer significantly for Broom Touch Association uh, for about 20 years, actually. So when I arrived in Broome in 98, uh, joined uh, touch football in 99 um, with rugby league touch football background. So I was looking forward to joining a club um, in an AFL heartland. And um, I think uh, my last year volunteering directly i guess on the committee was um 2021 so um about 21 years worth of um uh volunteering so and and was awarded life membership which was really big honor um and and broom jets as well so volunteer on the committee for broom jets rugby league and um with the uh nrl wa as a sports trainer for the state teams uh women's teams and um the northwest reds um combined rugby league association which is kind of everyone north of of the Pilbara up to Kununurra including Broome and um on a I guess on a non-sporting uh platform I uh I sit on the advisory council or chair of the advisory council of St Mary's College here in Broome as well which I've done for five years
0: and, that, and that's all, mate, just those...
1: Just yeah, that. How much, much time would you spend volunteering? Uh, per week, I'd say... Uh, well, I guess there's indirect things. There's administrative stuff you do in the background and then there's your face-to-face meetings. So I probably would average about seven to nine hours a week. Yeah, wow. And, and why do you do it? Uh, I guess... I've sat on a range of different committees or gone and attended meetings and um, you know, uh, had a look at responses to surveys. And there's plenty of people that have got fantastic advice on how clubs, associations, uh, in, um, educational institutions should be run, but aren't willing to put their hand up to kind of sit on those committees or associations and actually Um, add value in a constructive way. So I think um, there's some profound levels of expertise in uh, every regional location around Australia. And you just have to make um, that environment uh, one that is inclusive for people to come and have their say, but have their say for the benefit of what you're there for, which is either your constitution or your goal or your... The, the the vision of the club or whatever so great to heckle from the crowd uh, but when it comes down to the nuts and bolts these committees need people committed to um to generally see whatever they're working for go forward in a positive way we're here at the uh, broom recreation aquatic center without i don't know
0: if that was a jet that just flew over just as or part of the part of the show but uh look you've got a you've had a range of different positions on committees too haven't you um you've been quite diverse what you've what you've done
1: yeah i've um broom touch i started as um representative coach i got my coaching certification started as a representative coach which meant that we could um take teams to represent in regional and state tournaments and then um upskilled I guess my refereeing in touch touch football and got to a uh, reasonably high level of touch refereeing and then um, did a facilitators course to help deliver the courses and then spent about five or six years as a referee coordinator and, and the idea of that was really not only fixturing but to actually mentor new referees um, which is really important when you enthusiastic and get your certification in various components of sports um, not to be left on your own, and uh, thrown in the deep end, entering games and things like that, where you're not fully supported. So, so that mentoring system was quite valuable. I enjoyed that, and I and I hope you know the recipients of those those opportunities got value out of it.
0: You've extended, I guess, that mentoring part of your your role into the the establishment of the the Broom Jets, and your role there as a sports trainer. Like, can we just be really interesting to touch on your journey as a sports trainer? Um, you know from from those first days at the jets and and where that's taken you
1: yeah um that's a good question we 2018 i think 17 or 18 i think was our starting year up here enthusiastic bunch of people that put a committee together that said it's time for rugby league which is a national sport to kind of be represented in this region um, and have a footprint And I played in one of our inaugural games. So i actually played three games at the age of 45, which is probably, you know, not a a smart use of brain cells. Um, But I love the game so much, I kind of, you know, the body's, the mind's willing, the body's not as able. Sustained a reasonable injury in my shoulder on that and kind of thought I'd like to still stay in contact um, with the game and be part of the club. How can I contribute elsewhere? And then the compliance that the National Rugby League um, and NRLWA impose on all um, regional um, clubs and associations, if you're affiliated, is that you need to abide by some the standards of the National Rugby League. Um, and we didn't have a sports trainer, and I kind of thought to myself, "Well, there's an opportunity to stay involved in the um, in the club." So through your program, Mike, we. Um, we had the opportunity to attend the Sports Medicine Australia Level One course, which I did, and um, and that was extremely valuable. Then we got accredited for the National Rugby League with the National Rugby League, and then we were able to um, have games here and games through the Pilbara and had compliant um, compliance in every one of those. So that was my pathway into the sports trainer
0: world. And you've and you've travelled a little bit with the sports trainer as it were, as a sports trainer, haven't you?
1: Yeah, I morphed fairly quickly um, in that role. I um, decided after getting around 50 hours of genuine on-field exposure to issues in sports training, um, the good and the bad, the ugly, um, and that was about 50 hours over a couple of years, and then I did my Level 2 course, and then I had the opportunity to um, be elected to... Um, represent I guess Broome um, and Broome Jets as a as a, um, uh, a person from regional to be a sports trainer with the West Australian senior women's team in the national tournament which was played in um, Sunshine Coast and ha- I've been lucky enough to be um, Uh, Well, uh, invited back for the last three years and and actually have been invited back for 2023. So that's given me exposure to elite levels of um, uh, training. So advanced resuscitation, um, elite head injury management, uh, spinal management, injured players, um, and something that kind of I like to bring back to all the clubs that I'm working at to kind of instill that there's a massive emphasis on safety within our club, the, the Jets, um, and that, that how critical that is to to um, ensure parents that we pay close attention to. You've actually you mentioned issue.
0: other clubs that you you help out with there, and and you really turn from sort of that the pupil to the to the teacher really in terms of you know providing assistance to sports trainers. I know for a fact you've worked. At, Work with the boxing, you've worked with the the junior footy, the senior footy, particularly the women's you've obviously been at the Jets why do you choose, obviously you've got the passion with the rugby league, but why are you choosing to to help out those other people in in different sports?
1: Uh, You know what, you you go to these uh, courses that that are offered to your clubs, that that your program offers, this um, Safer Sport program Um, and you draw a resource through financial support from from the shire to undertake these courses. Um, the shire covers the costs of those, and in return, I guess the shire would have an expectation that you would um, repay the favour back in some way um, to to the region, because that's the whole idea of the, of, this, of the of um, the initiative. and how you choose to pay that back. Is not obligated by the Shire? I guess it comes down to the individual. For me, um, sitting on a sideline and seeing things unfold that will relate in a injury, a potential long-term um, uh, disability or you know ends of sports or just general wellbeing, really difficult to sit back and know that you have the capability of assisting, but not wanting to so i guess um i guess hopefully i demonstrate to people that there is opportunities when you get these qualifications but also they're wasted if you don't use them Uh, you have to you have to uh, give back we're
0: chatting to pat mowers here from the at the broom recreation and aquatic center and pat do you get a bit of a bit of satisfaction yourself out of you know helping other people in the community and hopefully encourage him to follow a similar role to yourself?
1: Yeah, I think most recently, Mike, when I was in um, uh, in the in Perth for the Junior State titles Rugby League uh, as a trainer for the under-13s, under-15s Northwest Reds team, which was only two weeks ago, a uh, couple of major injuries on the field and obviously some ongoing rehabilitation issues and injuries sustained. I think there was a lot of parents from the Pilbara travelled down to watch their kids and... At no time did any of the parents um, exhibit any concern because they felt like their kids were in safe hands. And that, that stemmed from the coaches um, facilitating the need for, for care and safety. And I guess myself there and the other sports trainers that were there from, from the other regions generally had the um, interest and well-being of the kids. That's our priority. So that that's, for me, that's just... Fantastic reward. No parent comes up and says, We haven't done it, you haven't done a good job. In fact, it was the exact opposite. They were thank, thankful that we were there to look after their kids. And fantastic that we've got you up here to, to pass on that knowledge that you, you're
0: acquiring every day, I think. Um, you've mentioned St Mary's as well, and you're all there. So you're obviously heavily involved in sport, but there's also, you know, the, the, I guess the education side in terms of, you know, chairing the, the school committee there. What are the differences between volunteers at a, you know, within sport or within your capacity as the chair? What do you see differences in terms of the, the volunteering in the different areas, or is there any?
1: Um, oh, yeah, there is. There's there's a few differences, um, depending on. In, in my particular case, um, the advisory council or the all the board of the college is is about financial oversight and um, ensuring the school is aware of its policy which the policies aren't something the school establishes the policies are an establishment of of the you know education department of which which the school is affiliated to in this case catholic education department wa i think um, i think it's great to work with the principal and the college leadership team as an outsider looking in um, when when schools go through the daily grime of the administration and the running of the structures and COVID and all the issues, uh, they probably enjoy having an advisory council who's not invested directly in the college, not an employee of the school, purely a volunteer, but a pa- typically a parent that has a genuine interest in the direction the school's taking for the benefit of all the students. Um, not a bad... Uh, a committee to be able to bounce your ideas off and understand your challenges, and 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 the members that are um, sitting on those committees bring knowledge that doesn't exist within the college. Um, and the idea is to build that, build that committee that brings diversity. So you've got access to expertise in things that the school can leverage off. To you know uh, whether it's a market marketing whether it's financial acumen, whether it's planning and development because schools are always up- upgrading their um, infrastructure. Those kind of people sitting on the board are just um, the people that the college would, can and should bounce their ideas off, yeah.
0: All those years, a couple of decades worth of volunteering, Pat, what, what have you learned?
1: Oh, geez. T- take away from the um, Take away from the expectations of understanding your refereeing or your rules or your, you know, your obligations. I think you learn that um, when you surround yourself or are surrounded by people that have the same view on how important um, sport is or how important your representation on any of your volunteering um, pathways are, um, I think you feed off that satisfaction. So you don't you don't get 20 years worth of consecutive volunteering, uh, you know, expertise or you know, a CV that says that because you hated it the first year. You like what you saw year one and you continued for 20 years. And then, and then it's also good once you do a hell of a lot of volunteer step back and let new expertise come into it um and new ideas you know and let other people carry the baton
0: and on that what advice would you give to to people looking in to get into volunteering do it
1: pretty simple um it's some it's not for everyone you know some people like to pay their fees they like to take the kids down they like to help out here and there wash a jumper the old-fashioned cut the oranges up, clean the water bottles, do those sorts of things, and that's great. Everyone needs those people, but I think um, uh, sports only survive because people volunteer. So, if you've got a problem with how your sports being run, or have a view on how you could do it better, put your hand up, nominate for the ne- and the next time the opportunity arises. Dip your toe in the water and see what it's like and you'll be surprised at the satisfaction you're going to get.
0: Well, Pat, we're really we're really satisfied that you've been part of Broom Sport and also just volunteering in general in Broom for a long time now and uh, long may it continue. Thanks very much for, for being here today.
1: Happy to help, Mike. This
0: podcast is a collaboration between Broom Circle, Shire of Broom, and Galari Media. We're better together.